0: This is going to be really fun. I'm so excited I get to spend the next several minutes with you. And I haven't done this yet. It's just me and you and no other guests. And I have a really, really exciting thing that I want to talk about to help propel us to have a fabulous, incredible 2021. Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is lin and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are, and I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. I bet a lot of people are so anxious for 2020 to be over with. They want to put it on the shelf, not worry about it anymore, and move on to another year. Well, guess what? I got to tell you from my own personal experience that just because 2020 had a lot of negative things, a lot of bad feelings. There were a lot of, there was a lot so much tension all over the place. And, you know, just because that was kind of the feeling in 2020, what makes you think that 2021 is going to be better? Do you believe that 2021 is going to be better? Because a lot of why and how things are bad or there's tension, um, or there's regret, or hard feelings, a lot of that is really up to us and how we perceive things. And then what we do with what is going on around us, because we have choices. And I have a really, really awesome thing that I think is going to help everybody, no matter what happened in 2020, no matter what is going to happen in the coming year of 2021. I have something really amazing that I believe is going to help you a lot. And before I go into that, I wanted to just tell you a little bit more about me. Because I've had guests on over the last oh, several several weeks, well actually a few months because I've been recording for a while. And I have, you know, my my list of episodes that I've already recorded with other guests. And I wanted to take some time to let you know a little bit more about me and who I am, where I come from, and why why I started this podcast. And I have faithfully been doing a podcast, putting one out, and my team is editing and helping me get things done and graphics and things like that so that I can you know, put it out there and get people out in the world to know. Hey, this is what I'm doing, and that that's probably been the easiest thing. I do have to say that getting on and doing podcasts um, that's that's actually really really fun. I really love it. Um, the decision to actually do a podcast was it was really a, a heavenly heavenly calling, I'll call it that, where I felt that I had, I have correction, I have something very special and unique about me, and that I am intended to share and to inspire and to bring people to that peace that they aren't familiar with, or they've forgotten. And that's why I'm here. So I want to take you back to November of 2019. Well, actually, even before that. So one of my children, I have four, one of them was going through a lot of difficult things, which started the prior year of, of their high school experience, and um, some really bad Things happened with friends. And she was ostracized because of one girl. She was ostracized from all of her friends. And this one girl had lied about my daughter and said that um, my daughter had done something. And all of her friends who were mutual friends with this other girl, and actually they were my daughter's friends first, they all stopped talking to her. And they completely shut her off. This really, really caused my daughter to spiral downward, as you can imagine. And she was eating lunch alone in classrooms because she had nowhere to sit, no one to talk to. And that's really awful as a high school student. Um, I think at any age, but especially in high school. And I didn't know that all of this was happening until... We were in a counseling session, and I I learned about this, and it broke my heart. Well, then fast forward to the next year of school, and when this school year started, it didn't start out very well. She had gotten her phone taken away because she had been breaking some rules, and then that turned into more problems, more rebellion, and uh, making really poor choices and things that were very dangerous and very just kind of unheard of, really shocking. And my husband and I did not know how to handle it. We did not know what to do. And we have, we reached out to professionals to ask their advice and their opinions. And, you know, we even got legal advice, um, as far as, you know, what was permissible and non-permissible as far as our parental role. And We really did not have anywhere to turn. We didn't even know of a place we could send her. And uh, things were really, really bad. And she was missing a lot of school. And then what happened from that point on is it really changed our, our world, my husband and mine and my daughter's. And what happened was she was missing so much school that my husband and I had told her, hey, if you are going to continue missing school, then you're not going to be able to go and we'll have to figure something else out. Either you'll be homeschooled or you'll go to a different school or go to a special program. And we let her know in advance, you know, school is important. And, you know, she knew all of these things, but she still was continuing to miss. And we could not it was, it was as if we were having to babysit her. And then we realized very soon, we can't live our lives like this. This is so unfair to us. But she was also putting herself at, at risk. And she's a minor. And so, of course, we have responsibility. And as her parents, we want to protect her and love her. Well, things got so bad that I had, my husband and I, and I had had this, this spiritual prompting that I needed to remove her, I needed to take her far away and take her out of the state. And I just, I, I was pushing it aside because I didn't know how I was going to do that and to totally drop my life and, um, you know, just really, like, totally remove her. Well, what happened, I want to go back a little bit in time. So, over the summer of 2019... My daughter and I and then a um, family member and their kids went, we all went for two weeks and we traveled around Italy, France, and a little bit of Switzerland and we had the most amazing time. It was amazing. It was incredible. Then we came back home and things seemed to be okay. And then we, you know, the school year started and my daughter had gotten her phone taken away and started missing school. Well, I had things planned. I have a life, you know, I I do things. I'm very, very good at you know, committing to myself and the things that I need. I'm very good at that. And my husband honors that and I really appreciate that from of him. Well, then I was invited and I had this I had a trip planned for about nine months that I was going to go to Spain and Portugal in the fall with my best friend and I did that but I felt really guilty about it and I might because my daughter was missing so much school and there were so many problems and just a lot of tension my husband had to keep working and you know our hands were tied we didn't even want to involve family as far as helping to kind of keep an eye on her because we just didn't we didn't trust her. We didn't want to put that responsibility on other people. So my husband just said, hey, you have been wanting to do this. You have planned on this. You have to go. You have to go. And I love him for this support. And he said, you know, we're just going to have to let her do her thing. And, you know, you we have to live our lives. And he kept saying that over and over. That is something that has in, been ingrained in my head. We have to live our lives. Don't ever forget that. And so there was so much tension, but I decided I'm, I was going to pack my bags, go on the trip. It was a retreat that my friend and I had planned, and we had a guest, and it was going to be really awesome. And so here we here we were. We went, had a wonderful time, and then I came home. And there were some things that had happened my, my husband didn't tell me. He did not want me to know. He felt, you know what? Linan doesn't need to know. And another reason why I love him, he protects me. Well, I got back and I had this special invitation to attend a retreat in Sedona. And I live in Arizona and Sedona is in Arizona as well. So I decided, hey, I really, want, really want to go. And I really felt in my heart I needed to go. There was a purpose for me attending. And I had just been back from my long 10 day trip. A second trip to Europe and I'd been back a week and I sprung it on my husband. I said, Hey, I really want to go to this. And this is how much it costs. I got to rent a hotel. And are you okay? I really, really want to go. And he said, yeah, Linan, go for it. And he's, he's amazing. He's great. Well, I went and of course it's very spiritual and unifying. And I learned a lot about myself. I met other people who are healers and, really met like some of the best people in the whole world I met them there at this retreat with the wellness universe I'll put the link in the the notes and oh my goodness it was so amazing then I got back and that's when everything just fell apart they it just went really really bad my daughter at up to this point and this is early November up to this point had been missing a ton of school repeatedly. And when I say attend of school, it's not like one class here and there, but it was every day, the whole day. And, um, she did like one of our classes. And so she would go there maybe three times a week, but we, that week that I got back, my husband and I said, we told her that if she didn't attend and respect herself and respect her teachers, then she would not be going to that school anymore and that is exactly what happened I withdrew her that week I got back from the retreat and it was only a three-day retreat Um, so that Wednesday or no Tuesday I withdrew her from the school and the next five days she disappeared three times and keep in mind she didn't have a phone because she hadn't had one since August. And we didn't know who she was with, where she was, if she was okay, but three separate times over five days. And we were really, really worried and concerned. And she had been very, um, just displaying things where she didn't really, you could tell that she didn't really care about herself. And so of course, you know someone like that and a beautiful young girl is going to find themselves in a very, very dangerous situation that they won't be able to get themselves out of. I think we all know the possibilities of all of that, so my husband and I decided after I broke the news and I said, "Hey, i really we have to take her. I have to take her and he said, "You're right, Leanne, you do and this was a Sunday and I packed up my bag and then the next morning I said hey you're not in school right now you're gonna have to make up the, your grades somehow let's pack up and then we moved and she didn't know this but I said let's go visit your cousins in another state so we packed up the car and I packed up a lot more things because I knew we weren't coming back and that was that was a really really difficult thing because I had to lie to her, I had to hide things from her, and I had to drop my own life, and I had to leave my husband, who I love. It was a really really difficult thing. And bear with me. I'm still, still emotional. And the hardest thing about it was that I had to leave my husband. And that our relationship had to be put on the back burner. And I know that I did the right thing, that we did the right thing, but it did put a strain. And, and it took a little bit of time for us to kind of get used to one another. And so I ended up, Being gone, um, I didn't come back until the summer. So it was about eight, nine months. It was about nine months that I was gone. And I did come back two separate times. And uh, my daughter had found herself back in our home state um, without my permission. And she had taken my car one morning, and drove all the way back to our home. And without my permission, without my knowledge, and she doesn't have a license, she doesn't even have a permit, and it was a miracle that she made it. Um, So I had told my husband, hey, I am not coming back, because, you know, if you're a mother, you can hopefully relate that I just felt that I wasn't even i i couldn't mother i i i could not i didn't have the well i i just i didn't have that acknowledgement from the person i'm mothering and and i I had prayed about it and I knew that it was the right thing and I broke it to my husband i just said i'm not coming back I don't know what the next Few weeks, few months are going to look like, but I'm not coming back. Well, time happened, time healed wounds. Um, I didn't really talk to my daughter, she didn't talk to me, and um, she needed some time to grow up, and I needed some time. And so, somehow, by God's grace, I was able. To have a lot of time for me. She left about 36 hours after my 50th birthday. And we had had an amazing celebration for me. Honoring me. And it was the best weekend I I had had in a long time. In years and years and years. So much attention, so much fun, karaoke party, great food, great service and love and praise and adoration from my families, you know, near and far. And it was, it was so beautiful. And it was again, God's grace to really build me up and help me to feel really great because 36 hours later, I was wondering where my daughter was and if she was okay. She had my car. I didn't know where she was going, I didn't know, you know, if she was, you know, this is February, middle of um, the night she left Icy Roads, I was, you know, I was worried, definitely worried. Well, this experience that happened, and her choice to leave, it really gave me an opportunity to reflect on me. Because even though she had done a lot of things that were inappropriate, illegal um I my husband and I don't approve of things that she's has been taught to do, um taught not to do. And I'm raising this this individual who's not acknowledging or reciprocating what's been taught and the values that we have. Um that are very important, obviously. So I had to think, okay, well, how do you fit into all of this? What, What have you contributed to this whole situation? And man, that was a really, really hard thing to face. And I know a lot of you who are listening are victims of childhood trauma. And you know, it's really, really easy to blame and to be stuck on that. Because I could do that. I could have, you know, put a lot of blame, put all of the blame on my daughter. But instead of doing that, I know that I know that life doesn't work that way. That I'm a person who wants to progress. I'm a person who wants to learn i don't want to stay the same no way i want to use every day and every moment to look in the mirror and face hard things face the truth and the truth is hard and the truth is, is that i have a part i play a part i have a role In all the things that she was doing. And I didn't handle things well when she was going against our rules and our wishes. And I didn't. And then I have had an opportunity for, for being able to really go deep with some inner child work. And realize that something I really need to work on is unconditional love. And I want to ask you, what is unconditional love to you? Now, God, our Father in Heaven, He absolutely has unconditional love. For every human being, every creature, every earthquake, I mean, every rock, everything, he has an overabundance of love. No matter what we've done, he loves us. And I know that. I know that is true. And that has been what I have been focusing on the last three weeks since I had this epiphany that I need to work on this. I need to grow in that area and absolutely have unconditional love for my daughter because I know that there's a reason why she chose to do hurtful things and and harmful things to herself and to us, her parents and her siblings. There's a reason. And I... Often will refer to that as a story. What's her story? Well, I don't know a lot of things. I know some really major things, and now I understand why she was hurting so much, but I don't know everything. And so I want to ask you, listeners is it our job? Is it our responsibility to know everything? And I have to say no. In order for us to grow, to improve, and to really become as amazing and magnificent as we can be in this life experience, we don't need to know other people's stories. We don't need to know their path. We don't need to know why. Oh, that's another thing. You got to stop asking why. Don't ask why. Whether it pertains to yourself or to somebody else. Some things just are. They, It's what is. And as I'm talking, I'm, I'm remembering those times that I did feel that I needed to know why. And I attached so much personal ownership and responsibility on my daughter's choices and her decisions. And that is not my role. That is not my responsibility. Because what was happening was I was taking all of those choices that she was doing, those harmful things, missing school, just, you know, everything, I mean, when I say harmful, there were definitely a lot of harmful things where it could have been really, really bad. Um, And when I look back at that, I realize that I was attaching so much of my happiness on her choices, and it just doesn't work that way because It's not my responsibility what she chooses. My responsibility is to love. My responsibility is to love you, listeners. My responsibility is to love the homeless person on the corner. The disabled young man who bags my groceries. And everyone in between no matter their height, their weight, their skin tone, where they live in the world, what religion they practice, how they choose to live and who they live with and how they define what family is. I can love you as an individual. And that's my goal. That's my purpose. And so when I had all of this time in... You know, early spring, early summer, it was a chance for me to connect with me. And it was really beautiful. It was really, really, really beautiful. And I really, really suggest that if there's any way in your life that you could take, it's really unfathomable to take a month two months off but if there is any way that you could I suggest that you do and the other thing is if you can't then take 20 minutes two times a day where you just hug yourself and you love yourself and you look in the mirror and you find out what do I need to work on what do I need to do and it's all with love. It's not out of spite or anger or supposed to. Well, I'm supposed to be this way and I'm, I should do this because this is how I was raised. Or this is what my mom taught me. Or this is what my religion says. Or my boss. This is what everyone expects. No, 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 no. What do you? You first have to connect with you. Beautiful, lovely perfect you and then ask what is it what is it that I need to work on and you do it lovingly lovingly and so as I wind up the um closing this episode I want to encourage you to do something I told you that I would I had something that I believe is going to be a really really Impactful thing to set you up for 2021. And you need to do something first. And that is, if you have felt disconnected from yourself, to reconnect. Do what you can to feel in tune with your higher self and what you need to do moving forward, not looking back and not having regrets, but today, what do you need for 2021? What's going to help you for 2021? So the number one thing to do, or I should say the first thing to do is to connect with yourself. And now I'm going to give you the tool. It's really easy. You don't need any equipment, You don't need um, to have a certain education or certification. Nothing. I want you, after you've connected with yourself and you feel in tune with yourself, it may take, you know, a few meditation sessions and prayer and journaling. I don't know, however long it takes. Connect with yourself and then this is the tool. Find one word that is going to represent you in 2021. When people think about you or talk about you in 2021, what will come to mind? And that is the word that you will focus on for you. And it's going to be a positive, happy word. 2021 can be amazing, incredible, uplifting, enlightening, empowering. In fact that those are all words that you could use. My word is legacy. That word has been in my mind because I believe. All of my choices and all of my actions, my words, everything I'm doing to build my business and helping women become uh, more empowered because they've identified with themselves and they've fully embraced their femininity. I've been doing all of those things and the main thing I want to leave and to be remembered for is Legacy. I I want to put a stamp on this planet. Me, Lenan, I want to do that. And I'm so honored and grateful that I have had the opportunity to do this podcast, Triumph After Trauma. I have met the most inspiring women, human beings. Oh, Just lovely, lovely, lovely divine women. And I've been so touched by their personal stories and who they are today. So it's, I just can't wait to continue this journey with you. And I would love to know what your word is when you have that word. I would love to know what it is and help me um, build my community. Join my private Facebook group. It's called Triumph After Trauma. And that's the main title. And it has subtitle Women Healing Becoming Radiant Beauties. And join that group and then share a post And inspire all the women in the group what your word is. Tell us your word and why. And tell us about the connecting experience, how you did, what you learned about yourself. And if you are feeling it, share with us what you want to work on personally. And of course, I would absolutely love to hear from you and if any of these episodes this one or any of the others have inspired you in any small or large way i want to know i really do it means it really means that what i'm doing is helping because i don't know i don't have feedback on a podcast it's not live i don't i don't get any interaction from my audience so please you can email me at l for linan at the sexy mama mama.com so l at t h e s e x y m a m a.com and of course you can go to my webpage and i can't wait to hear from you to hear your own journeys and what you're looking forward to in 2021 because it will be amazing it is going to be fantastic I have loved talking to you this time. I guess just me has given me some more opportunities to just reflect on all that 2019 prepared me for, for 2020. Because honestly, I got to tell you listeners, 2020 really didn't faze me at all. No, I have not been stressed. I haven't been anxious. Uh, I haven't been afraid. Not one bit. And um, I do owe it all to the preparations that uh, brought me through uh, November, the time I was alone, and then uh, now I'm back with my daughter. I didn't let you know that, but I am back with my daughter and my husband and the rest of my family. And things seem to be going well. And yeah, I'm pushed. I'm pushed all the time to keep loving. uh no matter what, just keep loving. And I am so excited for you to hear our next guest. I interviewed her, and wow, I am blown away. I encourage you to take a look at Tara Galliano's new book. It's a workbook called Rediscovering My Body. She's a sex therapist, psychotherapist, and incredible insight this woman can give for our bodies and no matter what trauma we've had she is going to help a lot in fact she started her work helping women who had had cancer treatments and how they could love their bodies again I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today and you know my guests and I we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.